0: Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise! This is where the culture lives in the mix with Vix. Period. Hosted by Creole Vixen, the podcast you've been looking for with music, fashion, culture, entertainment, and all the social media juice. It's Creole Vixen in the mix with Vix, the podcast. I would like to welcome you back to a new episode of In The Mix With Vix. I am your host, Creo Vixen. I apologize for my brief absence. I was sick recently. Been dealing with a lot of sinus issues and things like that. Just really getting ready for the holidays. I hope you guys are ready for Christmas. I know it's, well, it's pretty cold everywhere else, I believe, but uh unfortunately here in new orleans it's pretty hard to get into the christmas mood it's been pretty unseasonably warm this this winter we're actually i think it was the mid 70s today i think it's like 75 76 degrees today it's been pretty warm um we actually have the ac on at the house with our christmas tree all lit up i finally decorated it yesterday but um yeah, it's been pretty warm, so it's actually kind of kind of hard to get into the Christmas spirit. You know, still walking around in like short sleeve tees and shorts and tennis shoes and things like that. I haven't broken out any of my winter coats yet, so and it, it's kind of heartbreaking because I did buy a lot of cute sweats and things like that, anticipating that it would be kind of cold. But they kept saying it would be a pretty mild winter down South or at least in New Orleans. And, but you know, I still bought a a couple of sweatsuits, cute sweatsuits. I bought about three cute, um, sweatsuit sets from the pretty little thing Tiana Taylor collection from New York fashion week. And I've only gotten to wear one of the three outfits. I haven't even been able to touch the other two, unfortunately. Um, but I mean, sometimes we, we do get a little, uh, little cold snap in January, February, and maybe March. So maybe, maybe there'll still some hope that I'll get to wear some of my more cool weather stuff. But it just really, it just really sucks because I did buy a good bit of stuff, hoping that it would be kind of at least a little chilly. I know, you know, I know, sometimes, especially down here, we don't have like truly cold winters. We'll have like, a really cold week, or we'll have like a couple days, but it never truly gets freezing, freezing cold throughout the whole winter. But I mean, it, you know, that's normally sometimes where, you know, the temperatures will be in like the fifties and sixties for an extended period of time, you know, enough to be able to wear my cute sweats and, you know, cute sweater sets. And I have a pair of thigh high boots that I've found um and if you if you've seen me if you've seen like full body photos of me you you know I have thick I'm a thick girl I'm a big girl and so I have thick thighs I have big calves and you know growing up and things like that I've always wanted to wear the knee high thigh high boots and, and it was really hard to find wide calf boots for a big girl like me and finally found a, a really cute pair I think two years ago <laughs> And they are still in the box. I have I have yet to take them out the box and wear them. I think I wore them once around the house just to try them on. But other than that, they've been in the box in the closet for the last two years between COVID and now we're having this warm winter. So um, I'm just really hoping maybe we have some cool, some some kind of winter weather. And it doesn't look like we're going to have winter weather for Christmas. They're talking about it's going to be pretty warm for Christmas also. So uh Maybe my, maybe my winter clothes won't go to waste. I hope. I hope. But I hope you guys, everywhere else, you guys are enjoying a a true winter. I know some places you, you guys are having blizzards and it's like six feet of snow and I'm pretty sure you're over it and you're just like, yeah, you don't want this. I would rather have your weather. But I mean, I, I would appreciate something kind of in between, <laughs> which would be nice. It doesn't have to snow, but I, I would appreciate the weather to like cool off and Not have to be still running the air condition at the end of of December. But hey, that's New Orleans for you. Oh, man. But before we get into more things, I just want to send love and prayers to those who are dealing with damage from the tornado outbreaks last week. Um, I believe the death toll is somewhere in the eighties. Last time I checked, um, there are whole towns in Tennessee that I mean, not in Tennessee, in Kentucky that were completely wiped off the map, and the tornadoes just broke out in just several states. So, uh, parts of Tennessee, parts of Mississippi, um, but one of the hardest hit areas was uh, Kentucky. You know there was. A candle, a candle factory with a whole bunch of employees that was inside. Um, I believe I saw. I think they said nine people lost their lives. Um, most, most of the most of the workers were able to get out and get free, but um, unfortunately, I think nine people. At last check, nine people lost their lives in that place. And then there was also an Amazon uh, facility where that partially collapsed and there was several employees that died there too. So, um, just sing your prayers and love to those dealing with this, especially it's even harder, just so close to the holidays to have to deal with something like this. So we're sending our love to you guys. Um, and just do what you can to try to help these people. If you, See somewhere you can you can donate clothes, food, money to the Red Cross. Just do it because it's it's tough. It's tough during. It's tough anytime for somebody who's who has dealt with losing everything during Katrina. I mean, it's tough to lose all of your possessions at any time, let alone close to the holidays. So, just send your love and prayers, and if you can, just donate and see what you can do to help those guys out. But we're going to kind of swing over to some more positive music news. Um, So this week, well, over the last couple days, there's actually been a lot of, um, well, you know, towards the end of the year, Billboard tends to, you know, review streams and things like that for all the artists. So you start finding out who went who went platinum, who went double platinum, who went diamond, who had a billion streams. You start getting all these stats and things like that now that it is towards the end of the year. And it's also the time of year where we start with awards announcements. So Grammy nominations came out earlier and local artist, John Batiste, he is leading the pack with the most nominations. So congratulations to him. He's also nominated in, One category with uh, another local, P.J. Morton. So congratulations to those guys and everyone else who's been nominated. Uh, It seems like the Grammys actually did a pretty pretty decent job of, you know, spreading wealth and not trying to give it all to one artist and try to push one artist. So it's a pretty evenly spaced field this year. Um, Not too many complaints. Not too many. Not too many obvious snubs. Um, Of course, The Weeknd, he is is still protesting the Grammys, rightfully so, after how badly he was snubbed last year. Um, And artists like Doja Cat and uh, a couple other artists who have collaborated with him out of respect for his protest also did not put any songs that they collaborated with him up for consideration out of respect for him. So, but other than that, I mean, the nominations have been spread widely. Uh, Drake was nominated this year. I'm sorry if you keep hearing the mic move. I'll just keep moving the mic. But uh Drake was nominated this year, but for whatever reason, he asked he later asked the Grammys to withdraw all of all of his music that was nominated from Certified Lover Boy. So no one is sure exactly what was behind that decision. We don't know if he's protesting. We don't know if he wants to hold off and wait, because I believe certif- the Certified boy album, I think it may have come out too late to qualify for the Grammys. Um, let me see. Cause I don't believe his album was nominated because I believe it, it dropped outside of the window to qualify because it is a window. Um, and it's the same. No, 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 no. His should have qualified. So no, but he did, he did withdraw his nominations, but we don't know why. He hasn't actually spoke out as to exactly what was behind that decision. So, I don't know. Maybe he'll announce it later. Maybe he'll announce it, announce his reasoning for it close to the Grammys. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if it's, he's processing something too. Um, let's see. Hmm. Oh, and, um, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pax uh, leave the door open was nominated for several awards. Um, but for the same, but the album unfortunately did not get released in time for Grammy contention, which might actually be good news for them because that means all of their um uh, smoke their song smoking out the window and the rest of the album can be nominated again. Yes, I know it doesn't seem that fair, fair, but it can be nominated again for the 2023 Grammys because then it would be within that window. So. Don't be surprised if they win a couple Grammys this year and then they turn around and win some more Grammys in 2023. So we'll see what happens with that. But, um, so speaking of uh, Grammy Award winners, like I said, we're going to be talking about Adele's much anticipated album that we've been waiting forever for. And also, we're going to talk about Summer Walker. I actually have very interesting. Thought about both albums. I think a lot of people are going to find it controversial. Retro already made me have to explain it a couple times before he got what I was saying. Because he thought I was crazy. But we're gonna just going to get into it. And we'll see what you, what you think about my opinion at the end of this. So, first, I listened to Summer Walker's album. Of course, it came out first. So if you don't know, both Summer Walker and Adele dropped their albums last month, along with the Silk Sonic album. So Summer Walker's album came out first. This album was called Still Over It, because of course, her first album was called Over It. So this one is called Still Over It. And widely known, well, widely known for people who tend to keep up with these things, but if you don't know. So just a little background information about the album and where a lot of the, I guess you can call it inspiration for the songs for still over it. So if you haven't been keeping up with all of the drama, (laughs) so in the last year and a half, two years, I guess, Summer Walker has been messing with producer London on the track. London on the track has several, several other baby mothers <laughs> who I believe three out of the four warned her. I believe it's four or she might be the fourth. I can't keep up. But three, all but one of the baby mamas continued to kept warning her about getting with him and telling him how he's no good and how he, um, neglects his kids and all these things like that. And he's he's going to do you like he did us. And you need to leave him alone. And you have too much talent to be messing around with somebody like that. You need to leave him alone. And of course, at the time, and especially with her being young, she assumed it was a jealousy thing. It was a hate, hate that they were just hating on her and didn't want her to be happy. They didn't want him to be happy and all these things like that. So she was publicly talking about how they... You know, y'all are just jealous and things like that. So, of course, she's still dating him. And. Through the course of the relationship, they were on and off and drama and blah, blah, blah. And then rumors started to swirl that she was pregnant, (laughs) to which she denied, denied, denied. Even after a video of her walking around the kitchen, dancing in a bra and underwear. And you can clearly see a distinct baby bump, not a hint of a baby bump, but distinct baby bump. She denied, 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 which it's fair. That's fine. You get to announce your pregnancy when you want to. Well, of course, a couple weeks later, she announced she was pregnant, to which everybody said, duh, we knew that already. (laughs) <laughs> so fast forward get close to the end of her pregnancy of course we start hearing more drama about her and London on the track there's rumors of him cheating he's messing with other women he's still messing with his other baby mamas just all of these rumors so then of course now in the form of all the other baby mothers now she's talking about he ain't shit so Eventually, she gives birth to a baby girl. They are no longer together. And so now we have the album still over it. <laughs> so, of course, so getting into the album. So Summer Walker's album still over it. Pretty much, if you listen to it, chronicles that relationship. So some Summer Walker's album, whereas you have albums that discuss a breakup. Her album is more of in the moment of it's, it describes what goes on in a toxic and failing relationship. So a lot of her songs are, why are we doing this? Why are we going back and forth? I'm tired of arguing, um, and different things like that. And about catching you cheating and going through your phone and lying. And, you know, it's, it's the stress. The album is about the stress of being in a bad relationship. So that's what her album tends to chronicle. And believe it or not, as much as I'm not a hard up Summer Walker fan, I actually did enjoy it for what it is. Now, is it like a go to for me? No, because I'm when it comes to relationships, I'm not that type of person. So I'm not that I'm not in that mindset. So it's not a go to. I don't see it being a go to album for me, but it definitely is for some people because some people do have relationship drama and things like that. I tend to enjoy my peace. And once things get to that level, I'm usually out. (laughs) I'm usually out because my longest relationship before retro was six months tops. <laughs> the minute it starts, the minute it starts getting to that point where I have to start questioning where he's at and what he's doing and if he's messing with someone else and I'm given a reason to believe that or I'm seeing certain things, I'm out. I'm out. I can't stick around. So, I mean, in that aspect, that's where I, you know, where Summer Walker is still, still over. It is not a go-to album for me. I don't see me pulling that out for any situation for me, but I will give it that. It is a great album. It's very much a great album. If you are someone who is in a rough relationship and you need to, you need that vibe. You do. You need that vibe that. Like I can see, I just imagine, uh, a woman getting into an argument with her boyfriend and just like, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> you know what, you can get the fuck out and fine, I'm gonna leave. Fuck it. And he just leaves and he slams the door and she pops open a bottle of wine. She turns on the summer walker and she just like, Bleaches his clothes and things like that. That's the type of album Summer Walker is, but it is a it is a good album. It is a vibe. <laughs> it is a vibe. If that's what you're into, it is a vibe. And I will give it that. Um the <laughs> I must say the lyrics are very, very direct. She does not name London on the track by name, but if you do know all the drama, you know that all of these songs are directed to that relationship and him. The lyrics are definitely about, there is no mistaking that the lyrics are about that relationship. So if you, even if you don't follow like the blogs and things like that, if you listen to the album, you you will get a full rundown of what that relationship was like. Um, And I must say, Hey, she left it all, left it all on the wax. She did. She definitely left it all on the wax. So she put her heart and soul into it. And if that's how what helped her get through it and move on and finally tell herself she needed to leave him alone, more power to her. Great album. I wish her all the success on this album. The first album was good. This one was good. She is she is on a roll. So I will give her that. So the, (laughs) I will say before I move on to the next album, the messiest song, but the most direct song on that album is Baby Mama number four. Oh, she goes in on London on the tracks, fourth Baby Mama, because apparently she's the only one that defends his crap. And she calls her out about the fact that the reason that. You you defend him because you don't want those perks to stop coming and because he didn't put you in a nice house and he treats you the best out of all of them and things like that. And she doesn't call a girl out by name, but she she goes in on her. She definitely does. So that's probably the messiest song on the track on the album. And of course, the the whole album ends with Sierra's Prayer. Which is what many women kept asking of Sierra ever since she found Russell uh left Future and married Russell Wilson. And so everybody's been asking for Sierra's prayer, Sierra's prayer, Sierra's prayer. But um, <laughs> and it's beautiful. It really is beautiful. And it's just um mu- just soft music playing in the background, and it's actually Sierra saying a prayer about. God, please send me, please let the next man be my husband, the man I love who will love my kids and all these things like that. So it, it's beautiful. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately we don't know if some Walker really learned her lesson because not too long after the album drops, she's now being seen with this new guy. Um, and now they have matching face tattoos. So <laughs> we don't, uh, we don't know what's going on with that. I'm trying to figure out what part of Sierra's prayer is that, where you get matching face tattoos, especially uh, a guy named Larry tattooed on your face. Oh, uh, Jesus. Um, but it's her life, like she said, and we need to mind our business. So with that, I'm going to move on to Adele's album. <laughs> Now Adele's album, of course, we have been waiting years. We have been waiting years for this album ever since she dropped twenty five. We said hello from the other side, and she dipped on us again. Um, <laughs> but she also went to live her life, and she went through a lot of things. Um, fair, unlike some Walker, fairly privately. Um, we knew we knew a couple things about what was going on with her life, but she really didn't outward share every single detail, but what, what had happened between her album 25 and now her new album 30 is, um, she was married at the time of 25, I believe. And in that time, in that time during her break, which part of the reason for her break was she had her son and, And of course, now she is divorced. She is a single mother. She is dating again. Uh, She is now dating. uh, What's his name? Rich. Hmm. His name is Rich. I cannot off the top of my head think of his name. Hold on. Rich Paul, could not think of his last name. I knew his first name was Rich. His name is Rich Paul. He is actually LeBron James's manager. Yes. So she's dating a brother, (laughs) which Retro is is ecstatic about. He was both shocked and ecstatic. But yes, Adele got her a brother now uh, named Rich Paul And just like his name entails, he is rich. Um, Like I said, he's a LeBron James uh, manager. So he's always at the Lakers games and things like that. So she's been spending a lot of time in L.A. lately. Um, Like I said, she's also a single mom uh, with her son. And so her her 30 album really is now her where Summer Walker's is a chronicle of A Toxic Relationship, Adele's 30 chronicles the aftermath of the failed relationship. So her album, which Adele always handles eloquently and always, always has been the voice of everyone's heart during a break after a breakup and dealing with a breakup. 30 is a journey through her, um, her dealing with the aftermath of her divorce. So the first two tracks right out the gate are about her heart being broken and trying to pick up the pieces. And then there's also a track that's dedicated to her son where she is saying that mommy is trying and trying to hold it together while also trying to, deal with what's going on as far as getting a divorce, but trying to keep a smile on her face in front of her son and trying to be a good mommy and doing her best and things like that. It's that song really got to me and made me tear up. And it's crazy that Adele can do that to you because I don't have a kid and I don't have a baby daddy. And I have never had to deal with the fact that I I had a kid and a man left me and it was just me and my kid now. I've never had to deal with that, but somehow that song made me so emotional. I didn't cry. I almost did. I told it together because I was listening to it at work, but it's, it's crazy how Adele can ev- evoke an emotion like that out of someone who has not experienced anything that she has been through, but she really knows how to sell it and make you feel her pain when there's pain and her joy, when there's joy. (laughs) And so, but then the album goes through the emotions like that. And she also has, uh, cried out, you know, and then after that, you know, she starts talking about, you know, being on the up and up and finding love again and things like that. None of the songs are really like too, too upbeat, but, you know, she does get to a point in the album where she's like talking about slowly, you know, slowly coming back out of her shell and being herself again and falling in love again and then you know, moving slow and things like that. So it's it's a beautiful very beautiful um journey through the back end of a breakup. And so and one of the great things Because I always talk about how one lost art. And one thing I will say about both Adele and Summer Walker's album is they made sure to touch on uh, art in making an album that a lot of people have lost, which is making a complete package, a complete project where the track listing is strategically thought out to tell a story in order. So Summer Walker's album tells the story of the relationship in order. And Adele's tells her, her thoughts and feelings through the aftermath of her divorce in order and strategically have placed it to where there's a story and a specific flow to where you can go on that journey with them. And I feel like that had been a lost art, especially recently. And I'm glad we're getting back to that. Um, So both albums were great in doing that. One thing that Adele made sure to do, which I thought was a great thing, not too many people were happy with it, but I, I and a few other people understood where she was coming from. She asked Spotify to not allow people to shuffle through her album. So if you listen to her album as a whole on Spotify, you have to listen, listen to it from track one through. You cannot shuffle through the album, which I never, when I'm listening to an album, I never, I never shuffle through an album. Now, if I have like all of my music catalog on shuffle, then yeah, then the music, the song will randomly pop up. But If I'm listening to an album, I have to listen to it from the front to the back. Like, I can't skip around or put it on shuffle. It just doesn't work that way because I know that a lot of these artists and like she said, we, Adele said it herself, she said, we put way too much effort into placing these tracks on the album in a specific order for people to lose the story and the journey in shuffling an album. So yes, now Spotify has actually taken that option off. So if you listen to an album on Spotify, you cannot shuffle through it anymore, which yay for them. I'm glad they respected her wish with that because her album is definitely one that you have to listen to from front to back. I don't, I think I, I really think I skip all her songs if I have my whole music catalog on shuffle, I think I skip her songs cuz they just don't feel right, out of place. They just don't. Um and that's that's with a couple of albums because um I know um then I know there's a lot of artists that just like throw music on albums but um one R&B artist and I mean Yeah, he has legal issues going on, but we're just going to stick to the music right now, but Um, one thing Trey Song still does with his albums is he'll make sure all of his songs connect and that there's interludes that are specific to what the next song is going to be or to, uh, to end, to be the bookend for the previous song or whatever, or he'll, um, he'll have the end of one song immediately fade into the start of the next song. So it doesn't even seem like it's skipping to the next track. and yeah, it's a, it's really, it really had became something that people just didn't do anymore. It just started being albums that had a bunch of tracks. Like it didn't seem like artists were sitting down and going, this is what this album's going to be about. This is what the journeys, this is the journey I'm going to take my listeners on. And so these tracks need to be in this order to tell this story. And we had lost that. And I'm glad that Summer Walker, And Adele had brought us back to that. So, yay for them. Appreciate that. But, okay, so, like I said, Summer Walker's album surprised me. I did enjoy her album. Of course, Adele, Adele never disappoints. So, here is what is possibly my controversial opinion about how we can receive both these albums. While both of these albums may be for two different crowds, granted, there are a lot of people that will listen to both of their albums and people who are fans of both. There are also people who who can be fans of one and not fans of the other. So here's my theory. Here's how I feel like you should listen to both of these albums to greatly appreciate them together. I believe that Adele's album and Summer Walker's albums can supplement each other. Now I know people are like a Summer Walker and Adele are nothing. I'm like, they are not, <laughs> they are absolutely not. We are talking about a younger black woman with tats all in her face and all over her body with baby daddy drama and all kind of crazy things. And we are talking about a British woman who, while her persona is very classy, we know that when she opens her mouth unscripted, she has a very cockney accent. <laughs> and she is very, I'm not going to say she's rude, but she can be like off the wall and say some foul things. And it's, it's hilarious. Um, but yes, their albums can be very complimentary. Why? Because like I said, Summer Walker's album is, what goes on during a relationship and Adele's album is how you get through the relationship when it's over. So yes, you can listen to Summer Walker and then once, and once you finally break that off, then you listen to Adele to get on through that breakup and move on to the next one, which is hopefully not another toxic relationship that will lead to you. listening to Summer Walker again, (laughs) but I do feel like these albums can be very complimentary. I do feel like, you can listen to both and get use out of both when it comes to, you know, dealing with relationship topics and things like that. So that is my take on those two albums. I told you I was going to bring y'all some more and I did promise you guys I was going to listen to those. Um my next listen will probably be Tori Lane's uh Left at Prom. Um, hopefully by then the Megan and Tori saga will be done. And maybe I can give y'all a brief rundown of that because, oh, without getting into it, it is getting very interesting. It was interesting from the get go, but it's getting very interesting at this point. Um, and so in other news and other accolades and things like that, especially since we're still talking about the ladies, um, Cardi B this week, she became the first female rapper to earn earn three Diamond singles. Hey, shout out to Cardi B for that. I mean, she's really, she's really been killing it. And to say she's technically on maternity leave right now, she's really, she's really still doing her thing. And that goes to show that a lot of her songs have been holding up with uh, a little longevity too, because she hasn't put, really put out a, a single since Up. Like she put out up, she happened put out a video and she's been out and she's been out and chilling at home for the most part with her son, with her newborn son, who we still have yet to see, but I'm sure he looks a lot like culture. I'm pretty sure he still, he looks like culture. I'll be surprised. But um, yeah, so congrats to Cardi on her. I'm going to be a little messy. Nikki probably mad. But anyway, <laughs> and also Kanye West became the first artist in history to have 10 studio albums, reach 1 billion streams on Spotify. I'm going to be honest with you. I have not listened to the last couple of Kanye albums. I miss college dropout Kanye. And I probably haven't listened to a full Kanye album since dark, twisted fantasy because life of Pablo and all of those just did not do it for me and just done did not hold my interest. I have not listened to the Donda album it it just doesn't grab me. And it was just so much drama behind the Donda album. It just turned me off from listening to it. So, um, but still, congratulations to him. Um, and that's all I can really say about that with Kanye because Kanye's <laughs> while Kanye has ended his beef with Drake and uh just this week they had their uh or oh, maybe it was last week, because oh my god, time has been going by so fast. Um recently had the uh, free Larry Hoover concert with Drake after making, after ending their beef, Kanye's just been burning bridges left and right in the music industry. And I don't know why. And a lot of it is just completely unjustified because we're still trying to figure out why he just went off the rails and just decided to out the blue bash big Sean for no reason. Or why he just up and decided to cut Chris Brown off of his album <laughs> and many others. He, I mean, he cut off many other artists, but that's his, that's Kanye. I mean, oh god, I miss college dropout Kanye so much. Oh, but anyway, moving on. <laughs> Oh, man. And last but not least, um, I'm going to have to double check and see if this Jingle Ball is still going on. But it's supposed to be the Jingle Ball in Atlanta. But unfortunately, due to COVID, COVID outbreak and COVID exposure, artists are dropping out left and right. So first, Doja Cat dropped out because a lot of her crew members had COVID and she had, she was exposed to them. So she announced that she was dropping out of Jingle Ball only to, I believe yes. I'm sorry yesterday or day before yesterday announced that she um that she actually contracted covid so she was out and then Megan Stallion was supposed to perform but now she's saying she's not feeling well a bunch of her crew members caught covid and now she's not feeling well but she's saying she doesn't have covid at least she doesn't have it right now but she's said she's not she's not feeling well so therefore she's dropping out of Jingle Ball too so, and so a lot of people are like, just, just cancel the concert. Cause at this point, I don't think we want to see anybody else that's there. And the too many people that was headlining, headlining the whole thing have dropped out because of COVID. And if that many people on that many crews have caught COVID, surely a lot of other people who, who are working at, uh, working that show has COVID or been exposed also. So I hope Doja Cat, I hope you feel better. Megan, I hope you feel better. Um, I hope you don't have COVID. I hope you just have like a cold or a flu. Really, even though the flu and a cold just friggin' sucks. But I'm at this point. We, I, I know all of us would be are like, I'd rather be, I'd rather have a cold or a flu than to have freaking COVID. So, <laughs> um, so hopefully they they feel better. We'll see if Jingle Ball still goes on. Um. So, I mean, I don't really have much else. Um, definitely a longer episode than last time. I'm ooh, proud of myself. I managed to actually engage with you guys for a whole 40 minutes as opposed to last time. <laughs> like I said, I'm getting used to just chatting it up by myself Um, without retro. It's an adjustment. But, I mean, I do appreciate the love I've been getting from you guys. <laughs> But like I said, next week hopefully I'll be able to discuss Tory Lane's. Uh, uh, When's it left at prom? Uh, hold on, let me make sure I have the right name because I just be making up names tomorrow. Alone at prom. I'm sorry, I got it right the first time. <laughs> so we can listen to Tory Lane's "Alone at Prom," and also I'm thinking about giving you guys a bonus episode. For Christmas, I really think I'm going to do that. I really think I'm going to give you guys a bonus episode. You guys deserve it, especially after all the love you gave me for my little short little 15-minute episode last last time. I think you guys deserve a bonus episode in time for the holidays. I'm gonna see what I what I can put together for you guys and make it more holiday based and maybe we'll hold off on the Tory Lanez album maybe until the new year or maybe right before the new year but I really want to give y'all a ho- uh, holiday theme episode don't hold me to that because like I said work schedules will be changing and I still have a nine to five so it gets a little tricky but um Like I said, I love and appreciate you guys. I love and appreciate all the love I got on my very first episode. I uh, Look, I know it wasn't that great, but I promise you it's going to get better and I'm going to get more comfortable and you're going to get more comfortable with me and we're going to have fun with this thing. So, and on another note, soon Retro will be launching his own show, Cognac and Kickback, we have not completely abandoned All But Yeah, but we decided that the best way to give you guys more consistent content until we can figure figure out when we can um, best record All But Yeah on a consistent basis again is to give you guys content separately. That way I can record at my house and Retro can, can record at his home and we can knock these out and give you guys some content. So be looking out for uh, Cognac and Kickback coming soon, hopefully sometime in the new year but like i said this is where i'm gonna end the show i love you guys i am your host creole vixen and this has been another episode of in the mix with vix you have a good day